Good morning, LinkedIn. Good morning, Robert. How are you doing today? Well, good morning, LinkedIn, and good morning, Doreen. You know, Doreen, today I'm so tired I could take a nap on a bed made of marshmallows. Oh, I thought you would prefer maybe take a nap on a bed made of like hundred dollars. Yeah. Ooh. Now that would be nice. You know what? If I was doing money, I'd be swimming in the money. You remember that old show, uh, uh, Scrooge McDuck? What was it? DuckTales. You remember that? No. Ooh, okay. Well, if anybody else listening remembers DuckTales, so it was a bunch of ducks, and one of them was named Scrooge, and he had a lot of money, and he would open his vault of money, and he would dive in it and literally swim oh, in the money. Oh, yes, I remember that. <laughs> yes, the bills and the gold and all of this. Yes, I remember that. Yep, ducktails. <laughs> yeah, so that's something I, I, I that's something I would appreciate, or at least I would love to experience once in my life. Even though you know, apparently, like especially in the US, the the dollars bills are one of the how do we say the currency that is the dirtiest, and with a lot of. Uh, drugs, powders, whatever on those pills. So I'm not sure this is something I would do with the US dollars. Maybe with gold. I could consider <laughs> that. <laughs> anyway. Oh boy. So it looks like we've lost Doreen. So good morning, everyone, and welcome to Good Morning LinkedIn. There I, got, she is. I, got, I got kicked out. It's because I, I talked about gold and money and, you know, the system didn't like it. They were like, oh, <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> too much controversial topics here. But this is what we are going to talk about it anyway today because we are talking about money. But more seriously, we are talking about CEOs and, you know, the widening gap between the CEO's pay and the average worker uh, in today's uh, world, because it has been a topic, a controversial topic that, you know, people have been talking about for years and years and years. And today we are asking the question, how much is too much? And should we force CEOs to take a pay cut, especially when the people suffers and when the workers struggle, you know, to make the end meet. So what do you think about it? Should we, shouldn't we? What's your opinion on that, Rob? What is my opinion? Okay, well, I believe that every CEO should try and make as much as he or she pleases. There've been talk about having lawmakers put a cap on CEO pay. I don't think that that should happen. However, however, now, now, before people get mad and start throwing tomatoes, I do believe that it is up to every CEO to decide what they do with that money. So if it is time to take a pay cut, they should be able to do that on their own without any kind of laws, rules and regulations. And here's why. I think we live in a free market economy. And I think that means that we can try to make as much money as we can. Everybody's trying to make as much as you can. Is CEO pay exorbitant? At times, yes, it is. But somebody negotiated that pay. Somebody offered that to them and they accepted it. If somebody offered you a gazillion dollars, would you turn it down? Of course not. You know, and that's the thing. Of course, 
we wouldn't or at least i wouldn't but now let's let's take a look at um, you know the ceo pay versus the average employee pay because there is a progression here so according to data from the economic policy institute in the United States, the ratio of CEO pay to average worker pay was about 21 to 1 in 1965. However, you know, this ratio has significantly increased over the years, as you can think of. And so by 2019, this ratio ha had surged to approximately 320 to 1. So we went from 21 to 1 to 320 to 1. Like this is this is this is crazy. And in Canada, because if you don't know, I'm based in Canada, while my colleague Robert is based in the US, in Canada, the ratio uh, is is lower, right? It's 150 to 1. So it's still big, but it's still lower than in the US because you guys in the US, you have no limit in everything that you do. <laughs> so uh, the CEO to worker pay ratio varies globally, obviously, but with the US often having one of the highest ratios and in some European countries, uh, regulations and social norms have kept the ratio comparatively lower and we were having a conversation with rob uh, about what's going on in france where you know it is much more controversial in france where a ceo will make millions of euros per year uh, versus you know in the us this is not the same mentality and we don't have the same relationship with money in europe versus in the us yeah that's a huge difference in pay, right? Because when you first said the first number, the 21 to one, I kind of, it stung a little bit. And then when you said the latest number, it does seem like a lot. And like I said earlier, some people want to try and regulate the amount that CEOs are paid. And some people think that it should happen that way. But Shri has a really good statement. She said, I always wonder if employees are cut are they cut for the benefit of the company or their pay and bonuses? Mm. It always seems like there's a cut in employees, but the CEOs get their pay raises and bonuses. Well, Shri, interesting that you should say that because recently, <clears throat> while we've seen these massive layoffs, Nintendo gave their employees a 10% raise. Now, here's what I mean. Think about this. Layoffs recently include Amazon laying off 18,000 workers, Microsoft laying off 10,000, Google laying off 12,000, and Spotify laying off 600, and PayPal laid off 2,000. The list goes on and on and on. But at Nintendo, here's what their CEO said. If we reduce the number of employees for short-term financial results, employee morale will decrease. Now, isn't that something? He said that back in 2013. He also said, I sincerely doubt employees who fear that they may be laid off will be able to develop software titles that could impress people around the world. Now, that sounds like a CEO who gets it to me. But hold on. You know, like this is Nintendo based in Japan. And so in Japan, we know that the culture is different and is much more focused around people, 
right? Uh, now, it doesn't mean that Nintendo has good practice because on one side, they will um, increase the, the salary, uh, the average salary of their employees, which is good, which is good. They have a policy, they have a policy of no laid off, which is even better. But the downside of it, they will hire subcontractors they, that they will underpay and so on and so on. So this is not the, to the topic of today's conversation, but every time I want to say when it comes to big companies, every time you see uh, a, a positive action uh, in the public eye, right, that is been, being communicated about, it's important for us to keep a critical mind and to look at, yeah, but what are the consequences of such decision on the people? Because at the end of the day, and this is all like the word, uh, people, employees are the one who pay the price one way or the other. But Nintendo deciding in Japan only <laughs> to give a pay increase to their uh, salary is something that could be inspirational, right? For other CEOs around the world. So now, yeah. oh, please go ahead. Now I was about to say, I think you make a good point though about Japan and it being cultural because Japan is known for CEOs who often take pay cuts when the company does not do well. And I don't know if we see the same thing in the U.S. So to the point of the banner below, how much is too much? And should we force CEOs to take a pay cut? You know what? Though? Let's talk about one more, though, since we're talking about culture. Let's talk about one more. Doreen, remember we were talking about the container store before the show, right? Yeah. Remember that store, the container store, the store that you go to and you pay $100 for a container that you can get at Walmart or the Dollar Tree for like three bucks? <laughs> well, here's what they did recently. Their CEO voluntarily reduced his salary by 10% to help offset the cost of pay increases for others at the company. And they actually had to file documentation with the Securities and Exchange Commission, noting that he was going to drop his salary from $925,000 per year to $832,000 for a six-month period. Now, here's where it really got interesting for me because this is a very noble act. And I, I get that he dropped his salary so that employees could get a pay raise. However... His total compensation came in at $2.57 million at a time where the company just reported an adjusted net loss of $10.1 million in its most recent financial statements. And that was $20 million worth worse than the same period a year ago. So the company is losing $10 million and he still gets $2.57 million in compensation. See, that's the thing. When, when I told you, you know, when there is a good announcement, so see you, you know, having a pay cut. But those people, they never lose money at the end of the day because they will get that money back and even more <laughs> in a different rate, right? And we also talked about uh, stock options where they will reduce their paid salary, but they will get more stocks on their company, right? And making even more money. So uh, usually... And truly, I have never seen a CEO losing money or making less money 
overall because what's being taken away from one side is being get back from the on the other side one way or the other right so i think those kind of announcements are kind of are tricky and what we encourage you here to do always on the good morning linkedin is to look at things from different perspectives and with a critical mind so you know we know what's happening and we can better uh, you know uh, make better decision or informed decisions for ourselves so now you know let's 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 take a look at it from a practical perspective in time in times of economic strain should executives share in the financial sacrifices experienced by their employee yes or no what do you think about it? And if they do so, what would be the potential impact on the company's financial stability, benefits, and drawback? So Rob and I, we have done some digging as usual, and we came up with five, uh, you know, uh, benefits, uh, five ways such initiative could impact a company. So do you want to get started with the first one, Rob? Absolutely. The financial stability of the company is at stake. During the economic downturns or financial strains, companies often face pressures to cut costs to maintain financial stability. Now, implementing a shared sacrifice approach where executives reduce their compensation, well, you know, that can provide short-term financial release, relief by reducing overall costs. <clears throat> the other thing is when you reduce the executive compensation, it demonstrates a total commitment to weathering the storm together, fostering a sense of unity and shared responsibility within the organization. Mm -hmm. Another impact, and this one equals to um, the philosophy shared by the CEO of Nintendo in Japan, it's the employee morale and productivity, uh, demonstrating solidarity by executives in times of economic crisis can boost employee morale, right? When employees see executives sharing the burden, um, it can instill a sense of fairness and increase motivation and productivity among the workforce. So conversely, if executives maintain high salary while employees face pay cuts or job losses, it can lead to resentment, decreased morale, and a decline in overall productivity. And we have seen it, especially with the massive layoff uh, that took place uh, in the past few months in the, in the tech industry. Yeah, absolutely. And the third one is the perception of leadership and organizational culture. Think about this. Taking pay cuts during economic strains can positively impact how leadership is perceived. It showcases a strong commitment to the company values, if that is one of the company values, right? And it promotes a culture where sacrifice and shared responsibility are valued. But on the other hand, if executives don't make those sacrifices, it can damage the perceived integrity and ethical standing of the leadership, potentially affecting the long-term trust and employee loyalty. And it can get you on the news. All the news stations, XYZ company is losing X number of dollars while the CEO gives him or herself a raise. And once you have that reputation of being a company that does not care about people, yeah. it's going to be hard to get that back. 
Yeah, and then, you know, there is the issue of employee retention and, you know, attracting top talent. What would, you know, like com competent people, top talent, go work for a company that clearly demonstrates doesn't care about its employee or at least where the CEO clearly demonstrates that he doesn't care or she doesn't care about uh, their, their employee. You know, as I'm, I'm saying this, he, she, we know that most of the top CEOs are men, right? But I'm wondering when it comes to the money uh, perspective, have we seen any woman like making, taking cut in their pay or, you know, taking rise in their salary during hard time? I have never seen personally a, a, a CEO, a female CEO making the headline for such bad publicity have you i don't know i don't think i have it's something to research because i'm willing yeah. to bet that the thing that matters is green the money <laughs> <laughs> i'm here to tell you that's listen women have a different relationship with with money right and i'm talking to, when it comes to high profile people so I'm wondering, right? Yeah, that's something that we need to look into. That would be that would be interesting if this data uh, exists to to look into it. So, if you are joining us, we are talking about um, should see should we force CEOs to take pay cuts? You know, when is how much is too much? And we are wondering um, in times of economic strain, should executives share in share in the financial sacrifices experienced by the employees? And so we have looked and sharing we have looked at and sharing with you five ways you know uh, that could positively impact the company and its perception. Uh, number one, we talked about financial stability of the company. Number two, we talked about employee morale and productivity. Just right now, Rob talked about the perception of leadership and organizational culture. And the, the, the number four, the point number four that we want to bring to the conversation is the long-term trust and retention. You know, um, demonstrating that executives are willing to bear the financial burden during tough time can build long-term trust, loyalty with employees. Employees are simply more likely to stay loyal to a company that demonstrates commitment to its workforce, even in difficult periods. In contrast, though, a perception of executive self-interest during economic strain can erode trust and lead to a higher turnover rate, impacting the company's stability and costs associated with hiring and training new employees. And this what is just a no-brainer, right? People who stick by you, you're going to stick by them. I would say this is common sense, right? But I feel like when the money comes in, the common sense is lost along the way. I would agree with that. Yeah. And the last one, investor and public perception. Investors and also the public, they observe how companies negative economic challenges, how companies handle negative economic challenges. Now, a company that, you know, showcases shared sacrifices by the executives typically receive favorable reviews, indicating a strong corporate governance and responsible leadership. So to that extent, 
doing the right thing gets you a better social status, right? You look like a company that cares. Now, hopefully you wouldn't just do it for the sake of looking like a company that cares. Yeah. Hopefully you do care. But Doreen, let me ask you a question. So now today we were talking about executive compensation. How much is too much? And should we force CEOs to take a pay cut? So so in your opinion, what's the number? How much is too much? And should we force CEOs to take a pay cut? Mm, how much is too much? As I said, you in the US, you are like on an extra level. <laughs> so I don't know how much is too much, but I want to be honest and transparent. Like if you were, if I was to be offered like a $15 million annual a pay, I wouldn't say no. Like who would say no to that? Let's be honest. Now, when it comes to, should we force CEOs to take a pay, pay cut? We shouldn't force them. I think that should come from us. That should come from the CEO himself or herself, you know. As a CEO, as a leader, do you care about your employees? Like, what image, but like, are you genuine towards your employees? So I think we shouldn't force, and that shouldn't be a public matter, because that should come from the people. But I feel like I'm a little bit... Um, naive when saying so because the reality tells us that a very very few leaders so are they leaders if if they are not willing you know to get you know in the dirt with the employees when it is required and necessary so that's the thing so should we the question i believe should be should we keep people with poor leadership on top of 500 like top 500 companies or you know as ceos when they don't showcase genuine interest and they don't showcase real leadership skills in during hard time that's the question should we keep them or not no matter the money they make my answer to that is no we shouldn't keep them right and we should work with people who are willing to get in the dirt with the employees when it is necessary so no matter the amount of money the person make the ceo make you know as long as he's willing to work hard and even harder to protect the society and to protect its employees well, you want to know how much I think is too much? I just shared something there with you. Can you can you pull? Uh, yes, let me. Can you pull that up for me? One million dollars. Sorry, I just had to. Do you remember that movie, Austin Powers? Uh, I was I was very little. Uh. I was very young. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, but but okay, okay. So now let me let me let me answer the question then. How much is too much? And I think I said it earlier. I don't think there's an amount that's too much yeah. if you can negotiate it. However, the second part of the question, should you actually help during hard economic times? Yes, absolutely. 100%. But I don't think it should be regulated or legislated by any kind of law. I think you and the organization should be able to sit down and figure out how much. What does that look like? Because ultimately, you are the top person of authority in the organization. And if it is doing poorly, the organization that is, that's partly your fault because you set the strategic direction. 
So while you enjoy the benefits of the gains, you should also suffer for the losses because you are yeah. the top of the food chain in that organization. Do you think employees and workers should have a word to say? Should they be part of the conversation when it comes to setting the bar for the CEO's salary? You know, I think in a good world, it would seem like they should. But realistically, I don't think they should because there's a lot of decisioning that goes on. And a lot of the strategies and structure, it, quite frankly, is above a lot of people's head. A lot of the things that you have to do, most people wouldn't understand uh, the cost of things, both hard cost as in real dollars and soft cost. Mm -hmm. For example, a lot of people balk when they see companies paying hundreds of thousands of dollars per year for social media managers, but they don't understand that social media brings in literally millions of dollars. So some people don't understand simple ROI from certain tasks. And so they might you get too many hands in the pot and you sure. won't be productive. That is why the CEO is the leader. He or she must make hard decisions. That's why it's so important to choose someone that you can trust to choose someone that is transparent, as transparent as they can be. Because, and mm -hmm. I hate to say it, that there's one person at the top making decisions and that person needs to have the collective interest at heart. If that's not a good person, then the company is going to fail. Anyway, yeah. And, and you know, I believe striking that striking a balance, balance that uh, consider uh, both short-term financial stability and long-term yeah. organizational health is crucial for sustainable success during challenging economic periods. And, and, and we have seen it, right? It's not, not just us talking about it, but usually companies that prosper the most are the ones who are able to find that balance between financial stability and long-term organizational health. Because what do we see today? Like organizations have challenges recruiting people, but if you don't have people, you don't have a business, right? right? So it's really about finding the right balance. And it's not easy, but here we are all about, you know, how can we make it better for everyone? But yeah, like that's a tough exercise. I feel there is no good or bad answer. How much is too much? Should we force CEOs to take a pay cut? What would be the impact on the health of the organization? There is no bad or good answers. Just, you know, how do we find the right balance so everyone can thrive and, you know, live life in their own terms? And I think that's what it's all about. It's about the organization surviving and thriving and the people that work for the organization surviving and thriving too. Yeah, 100%. What a wonderful way to conclude this conversation, don't you think so? Absolutely. <laughs> so for those of you watching, listening, thank you for being here every Saturday morning. We are live on Good Morning LinkedIn. Make sure to follow Rob on LinkedIn to follow myself on LinkedIn as well. We are building a YouTube channel. So make sure to follow Good Morning LinkedIn on YouTube where you can have access to all the video replays of uh, our episode. And of course, the podcast that is available on your favorite podcasting platform. So that's all for us. You take care, you stay safe, and we will see you next week for another live episode. Peace out.